Well, good afternoon and welcome. It's good to be here with you today. We will pray the Chaplet of Divine Mercy, and I hope you can join me. Love to pray with you um, for whatever your needs, whatever your intentions are. Lift them up to God, and we'll just ask for those miracles that you're seeking in your life. Let's pray for the conversion of our leaders. Let's pray for the conversion of our enemies. And uh, let's pray for our own conversion that we can draw closer to God, that's for sure. A couple intentions have come in. I want to share those with you today. Ask for your prayers. Uh, and I know my colleague Maggie's got a few too. This person, you pray for my friend Sharon. Uh, she's been in the hospital for almost two months. The night after her father died, she fell and injured her spinal cord, and she's had surgery, slowly recovering. It may take months. Could you pray for complete recovery? Also, that insurance continues to cover the hospitalization and rehab. It's a frightening thought, huh? I'm a supporter of your station. I love this. She says, I know that prayers can work miracles. I do too. So let's pray for that. Uh, another intention. You know, this one I know will get answered because it seems to always happen when we pray for it. Could you please pray for the safe return of an 11-year-old girl who was abducted? Her name is uh, Audrey Cunningham. She was abducted from her home yesterday. Would you ask everyone to pray for her during the chaplet? So we will certainly do that. Also, another person wrote and said, hey, good afternoon. I wanted to request prayers that abortion would end for the protection of Israel and the U.S., for healing of my right ear blockage and the infection as well as the spiritual attacks I'm under. I was raped in my sleep one night. I'm praying God to heal me. So uh, prayers for everyone. Jesus, I trust in you, and I'll keep your name anonymous there as well. Uh, heavy intentions, you know, big-time stuff. So let's pray for our brothers and our sisters. I know our crosses are all very uh, different. Maggie, let me share one more, and then I'll get yours. This one here, is, I know you'll pray for. Um, this, this person writes, hey, uh, Drew and Maggie, the doctors want to induce labor for my cousin. They say the baby's not turning. She isn't due uh, for two weeks from today. Uh, and I'm not a fan of this advice. I don't understand why they can't make the assessment in two weeks, but I'm asking for safe trauma-free delivery for a healthy and strong baby and a happy mom. And I know you're pregnant. You probably pray every day for a safe delivery and a healthy yes. baby, and we're praying for you as well. Thank so, you so much. Anything you want to pray for, lift up as we start? Yeah, we have a number of in-house intentions here um, from staff and colleagues. Um, Patrick Alog's back from uh, his, visiting his girlfriend who had breast cancer surgery, but he just told us today that his dad, Willie, needs prayers. Um, it sounds like he might have prostate cancer, so we want to pray for him. Uh, our colleague Miranda asked us to pray for her Aunt Anne. She just found out that she has breast cancer, and our colleague Valerie needs prayers for her mother-in-law, who was taken to the hospital by ambulance today. Oh, wow. Know that. Yeah. Now we're praying for you. We'll certainly lift up all those intentions. And let's pray for you today, too. I mean, there, there's a lot of answered prayers that are coming in here, too, and I'm grateful. Thank you for writing them to me, by the way. If, if as we pray, you get a response to those prayers, if God in his mercy you know, gives you those miracles, please write to me, Drew at relevantradio.com. That's Drew at relevantradio.com. And um, I'll share a few of those answered prayers that that have come in. But we'll pray now in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Amen. You expired, Jesus, but the source of life gushed forth for souls. And the ocean of mercy opened up for the whole world. 
O font of life, unfathomable, divine mercy, envelop the whole world and empty yourself out upon us. O blood and water which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. O blood and water which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. O blood and water which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed are thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and was born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell on the third day. He rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and life everlasting. Amen. Amen. All right, we'll take our first call today from Janet. She is listening to us in uh, Eustis, Florida. Hi, Janet. Good afternoon. Hi, Drew. Hi, Maggie. Um, My prayer intention is for my brother, Steve. Hospice has just called the family to his bedside as he is declining very rapidly now. And I'm praying for his peaceful passing and that God will use all his suffering as graces for him to be with Jesus very soon. I'm sorry. Sorry for your loss. I really am. But I'm so grateful you got through today, Janet. We're going to be with you, okay? We're going to pray for your brother. And we'll pray for a miracle. God can resurrect and he can heal, right? We'll do that. But if it's his time, if this is when God is calling him home, I'm honored to to stand with you in prayer. And I know so are my, my brothers and sisters here throughout the country and around the world who are praying for you as well. And the Lord, as I say all the time, he told St. Faustina, you know, at the hour of death, I will defend as my own glory souls who say this chaplet or when others say it for a dying person, the pardon is the same. So that's such a beautiful promise, isn't it? So beautiful. The Lord promises to defend as his own glory every soul who prays the chaplet or when others say it for a dying person, that pardon's the same. This is something we should do every day. Every day we pray the chaplet. We should be praying for the sick and for the dying. Let's pray right now, all right? We'll lift up him and and all those who are taking their final breath. Eternal Eternal Father, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy 
mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. All right, Martha is praying in Oak Forest, Illinois. Hi, Martha, how you doing? Very good, Drew. How are you? Okay, how can we pray for you? Um, I have uh, a family uh, who was in a horrible car accident in Mexico while they were visiting family there. Uh, Kelsey uh, suffered most of the trauma to her head and uh, broken bones because she um, got thrown out of the vehicle. Her two children and husband actually suffered minor injuries. And um, she was flown to Boston, so she's there and they're trying to uh, help her heal uh, after surgeries. But I'm really praying for a miracle for her um, that she regain. Uh, all of her cognitive um, abilities and and during rehab when she has to do that, that that will help her as well. Well, I'm glad you called. And uh, I want you to have comfort in the fact, my, my own nephew, and I've shared his story, you know, he was in a car accident where he got T-boned. And um, he was in a convertible. He had head trauma. And as I've shared before, you know, doctors said, you know, he'll never finish high school. He'll, you need ramps for the home. And you know, it just does not look good for him. And my poor sister, mm -hmm. who's a single mom, was devastated by this, thinking, what's going to happen to my my son, who she loved? It's, it's her world. Now, I remember the day that the accident took place. It was on the 4th of July. My wife and I and kids were out at the fireworks. We got right down on our knees right where we were, and we prayed to chapel of the divine mercy for him. And we prayed, and we prayed, and we prayed. She never left his bedside. She prayed chapel after chaplet, rosary after cha rosary. The doctors today call him an absolute miracle. No trauma, no, no you know, they've really ex expected him not to walk, let alone talk. And he graduated from a university with an engineering degree, holds a great job. Doctors want him to come back and speak to parents and give them hope because really nothing is impossible with God. We're going to pray right now, okay? We're going to pray for Kelsey. We're going to pray for her husband. We're going to pray for her family. Pray for all those who are the victims of accidents, those who are suffering right now head trauma, those that doctors say, hey, there's nothing more we can do. With God, all things are possible. I've seen it. I think God has allowed me to see it so I can share with confidence and authority and total belief that, that this can happen for you. So, Lord, I just pray for those in these impossible situations right now, and I thank you for what you've allowed me to witness. I pray others can experience the power of your mercy and the fruit of these prayers as we gather together and we pray, Eternal Father, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world 
All right, before we go to Therese, who is in uh, Appleton, Wisconsin, let me go right now to Maggie, who is praying with us here in uh, the studios. Yeah. Maggie, good to have you. Good, good to be here. Thank you, Drew. Navy Captain Renzo called in earlier praying for his uncle Rulo, who's a doctor in Lima, Peru, and he's in the hospital and in the last moments or days of his life. So we want to pray for him. Diane from Prescott Valley, Arizona, is having trouble with anxiety and depression. She was given a medication by her doctor, and she says it's just made her symptoms worse. She's really struggling. Jorge wrote to us, he says, prayers from Indianapolis, Indiana. I pray that my SSI disability benefits get approved. Michael is praying for the soul of Patricia McCabe from Norristown, Pennsylvania, who passed away this morning. Pamela is praying for a 15-year-old Layla who's being evaluated for heart issues after unexplained fainting. And on YouTube, uh, Sicilis wrote to us and said, please pray for our daughter, Jennifer. She's been driving a huge wedge in our family, and she doesn't get along with any of her siblings. She lives with us, and it's hard to have our other kids and grandchildren over. And lastly, I just would like to lift up um, a personal prayer for my husband and his Exodus 90 group. Um, some of them are finishing up a multiple-day fast, and uh, I just I pray that their their Lent is fruitful. Wow. How many multiple days? Can you tell me? I'm not going to say. <laughs> I'm going to take a guess. You'll tell me during the break. That's wild. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. That's great. You're really blessed, Mag. I totally You got totally a good am. husband. You know, God's really... Put somebody real answer to your prayers. So totally. Let's pray for those who are seeking spouses too. I know a lot yes. of people are, and yes. a lot of mothers and fathers are praying that their kids find good, holy, chaste, noble, moral, faithful spouses. Totally. And, and let's let's gather together for that for anyone who's reaching out right now uh, for God's will and for those vocations. Lord, I, I do ask today that you hear these prayers. Therese, thank you for joining us. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Drew. Thank you so much for your beautiful ministry. And hi, Maggie. Um, Hi, Therese. I'm like the previous caller. Um, I'm here with my mom. She is 93, and she's nine beautiful children. And she's on the end stages of dementia, and she's starting to slip. So I'm just praying that it's just peaceful and that she'll meet Jesus. And I know Jesus is so merciful especially through this chaplet. I know how important it is for, to pray this when somebody's dying. So I'm just asking for everybody's prayer, prayers. Um, there are all the prayer warriors out there to pray for my mom as she enters into eternal life. So beautiful. Therese, thank you for calling and for allowing us to pray with you and especially for your mother. We'll lift her up right now. And, you know, losing a mom's a tough thing. It's just so hard. Lord, I pray for anyone suffering from dementia right now, any cognitive degenerate degeneration or problems. I pray for those who are approaching the threshold of new life. You don't know the day or the hour. I think of that family that lost their mother and that man who lost his his wife in that Kansas City shooting. And you hear reports of unexpected deaths and suicide and all sorts of ways that uh, just seem premature. Lord, I ask for mercy. In our final hour, greet us as a merciful savior, not as a just judge. I look forward to paradise, Lord. Grant that all who pray with me can rejoice with me in it one day. 
Eternal Father, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. All right, our next call comes from the land of Lincoln, Illinois. Christina, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Troy. Uh, um, thank you for re call, uh, receiving my call. I'm calling for my great niece. She was, had surgery on Wednesday. She has cancer. It's from her liver. It's spread through her lungs. She's now in surgery because the doctor does not look like the way the color of the wound lo looks. As we speak now, she is in surgery. All right. Well, let's lift her up. I'm glad you called because it's a good time Thank to pray. Thank you so much. You got it. Uh, Lord, I just got to give you this beautiful aunt. Uh, we give you Christina and all of her personal needs. And we pray for her niece. I want to pray for anyone who is battling cancer, in particular their family members, their loved ones. Lord, I want to pray for those who are awaiting biopsies and blood work and test results and scans, but I want to pray in particular for those who are in surgery. You are the divine physician. Please be the hands of these surgeons, and we just pray for complete and total healing and recovery for all those now seeking it. But I give you my heart. You know my needs and intentions. I unite it to all who now pray with me as we turn to you again. Eternal Father, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the world. sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole whole world. All right, we'll go to South Dakota next. Goodwin, South Dakota. Hey, Mike, good afternoon. Uh, hello, Joe. Hey. Uh, I'm asking for prayers today for my son, Ethan, and he's facing serious law enforcement uh, charges. And I'm asking prayers that the good Lord would see to it through his power that the charges get dropped and everything works out. Because he's only 22 years old and going to school. Is this his and first offense? Is this, or is yes. This, okay. Yes. All right. Well, we'll pray yes. that God's merciful. Um, I want to hear your other intention, but sometimes, you know, kids make mistakes. I don't know how serious the crime is, but we'll we'll certainly ask for mercy in this case. What else can we pray for? Yeah. For you, Mike. And uh, for me, I repented from porn. Okay. Good. Through rosaries and deliverance prayers, Good the Father you. over me. But still, now and then, I still get attacks from the demons of porn. Sure. But they're not very bad But I, right. because of the deliverance. Amen. But I still could use 
report because they still I still get attacks. Yeah, well, but they're not as bad. Uh, brother, I'm so glad you could so openly talk about that because you're not alone. There's a lot of men who struggle with that. Um, my my advice to you would be to use the sacrament of reconciliation. Go to it frequently. Okay. A lot of grace will come. You'll get yeah. fortified. You'll rise above that. Also, I believe in arming myself with sacramentals. Where that computer is, you put an image of our Lord or our Lady, right? That'll make you think twice. And maybe a miraculous medal, St. Benedict medal under your chair or, or on the table there. And use blessed salt and water. But we're going to pray for you. We're going to blanket you in prayer. And God gives you special graces, okay? So you can be filled with purity and chastity and that your prayers will resonate before the throne of God in a special way. And we're going to pray for your son, okay? We're going to lift him up now, too, and we'll ask God to really just ask that judge to sit on the seat of mercy and that your son will learn from this experience. Because I have a minute or two, I'm going to add a few extra intentions to this deck of today. Alexis is joining us in New Mexico. Alexis, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you so much. Okay. Um, I'd like to pray for my husband. We're about to welcome our fourth baby into the world at the end of May, and he has recently asked me for a divorce. Oh, my Lord. I'm so sorry, Alexis. I am so sorry. What do you do? Um, I'm supposed to have a C-section May 31st. Oh, poor thing. Oh, gosh. Um, well, let's pray for the conversion of your husband. All right? Let's do that. I, you love your husband. I'm sure you want your marriage together, right? You want to be reunited with him, the father of that of your children home. Well, then let's pray for it, all right? We're going to pray for conversion. I don't know what the situation is or why he's choosing to leave or what the impediments are spiritually, physically, whatever they are, but we're going to blanket you right now. You don't need this stress when you're pregnant. So really spend time with the Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. Keep praying this chaplet in your rosary. Keep asking the Lord for mercy. And we're going to blanket you right now. And I guarantee you a lot of people who are listening to us right now are going to be joining us in this same prayer. So I just I really want you to, to be at peace, all right? Because God can work miracles, and I've seen them happen many, many times here. So, Lord, I just I bring to you this, this horrible situation right now, and I just ask for, for this mother. And I know you made great promises. You told us that anything we ask in virtue of this chapel will be granted if it's according to your will. And I know so often you told St. Faustina, you know, that people don't ask for big enough things, right? We trust in you, Lord. I trust in you. And I really ask for a miracle in the case of this, uh, this, this mother and this woman. And I ask for the conversion of her husband. I don't know how it's going to come about, what's going to take place, but I just ask that you allow that to take place. You know, I just ask that that takes place. You know, the Lord told St. Faustine, he says, you know, fear nothing. I'm always with you. I'm always with you. So I want you to lean on the Lord, okay? I want you to trust in the Lord in these difficult times. Trust that the Lord is going to go ahead and, and work this out for you. Lord, I pray for all those united with me now, too. But for these incredibly difficult situations, the kidnap, the person on hospice, for the pregnant mother whose spouse is leaving her. These are horrible, Lord. And I know you bring good out of every situation. I know you hear these prayers. And I ask for miracles today as I pray. Eternal Father, 
I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us. And on the whole for the world. sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, holy mighty one, holy immortal one. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, holy mighty one, holy immortal one. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God. Holy mighty one, holy immortal one. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Eternal God in whom mercy is endless and the treasury of compassion inexhaustible, please look kindly upon us and increase your mercy in us so that in difficult moments we may not despair nor become despondent, but with great confidence submit ourselves to your holy will, which is love and mercy itself. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Our Lady Queen of Heaven. Pray for us. Our Lady of Champion. Pray for us. Mother of Mercy. Pray for us. Our Lady Guadalupe. Pray for us. Our Lady Reconciler of Peoples and Nations. Pray for us. Virgin Most Powerful. Pray for us. Saint Joseph. Pray for us. Saint Faustina. Pray for us. Saint John Paul II. Pray for us. Saint Peregrine. Pray for us. Saint Jose Maria Escriva. Pray for us. Saint Patrick. Pray for us. Blessed Michael Sapochko. Pray for us. Saint Rita. Pray for us. She went through kind of a difficult time too, and. Any saints who've gone through these difficult moments, I ask for intercession in a special way. I know there's another caller from Wisconsin who was praying for his troubled marriage. So all you angels and saints, intercede and pray for us. us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Amen. Look, if you are going through a really difficult time in this moment right now, I want you to stay with me. Maybe you're battling a sickness. Maybe it's a broken heart. Um, Is this division coming from the evil one? Is Satan bringing this about. Why does God permit this type of suffering? Uh, We're going to take a look at the mystery of suffering, in particular, the situation you're in. How do you discern if something comes from God and it's an opportunity for you to grow in holiness, to grow in sanctity, that he's going to allow allow you to be a witness? Or how do you know if it's from the evil one? Christ quite often cast out demons before he brought about healing when it came to the sick. I'm going to explore that and more. When I return, stay with me. Your virtual parish, The Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. You can support Relevant Radio in many ways. Joining a giving society, donating a vehicle you don't need anymore, and now donating a piece of land or other real estate. Donate now at relevantradio.com slash property. Catholics often use the expression, offer it up. And I don't think they often know what that means or the depth of it or the significance of it. It's very, very significant because God has ordained that the manner in which the world is to be transformed is through sacrifice. That's the sacrifice of Christ is at the center of all human history and is the source of the transformation and renewal of the world. So we are called to participate in the act of sacrifice. 
that Christ himself carries out on the cross. And all the baptized are able to do so because all the baptized, by virtue of their baptism, participate in the priesthood of Jesus Christ. They have what we call the royal priesthood. And to say that all the faithful belong to the royal priesthood is to say that they all, by their own activity, can enter into the very sacrifice of Christ and offer that sacrifice, not in the manner of a ministerial priest who offers it on the altar, but by the very sufferings of their daily life. The Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. Yeah, I think it's pretty profound. I think that's well said. Um, When we come out of the chapel of the Divine Mercy, which we just prayed, and you hear about a mother who's pregnant with her fourth child and her husband's leaving her. He wants a divorce. When you hear about somebody who has fallen from seven stories, every bone is shattered, right? When you hear about that call from the mother, from the uh, the friend whose um, you know, daughter was thrown out of a car in Mexico and is in a critical is in critical condition. You hear about cancer, or people on their deathbed, or you hear about the suffering of so many people finan- financially, the man suffering with a proclivity to pornography or legal challenges. It's sometimes hard to have hope. Sometimes hard to really see God in all of this. Uh, we all suffer, right? We all endure crosses. We all um, endure these moments where our faith is tested. And it's never pleasant to be sick. It's never pleasant to suffer. It's never pleasant to go through hardship. Nobody likes to suffer, right? I'm with you. And yet God can bring good out of it. There's, there's a tremendous opportunity to grow not only in holiness, but when we suffer and we unite our suffering to that of the cross, you'll find joy in it. It's what the saints did. It's a way that will transform your life. And we talked about offering it up. You just heard that. Uh, What that means is accepting God's plan. John Paul II, he once said that it is in suffering more than anything else that clears the way for grace that transforms the human soul. And I've always loved that. Suffering, that'll clear the way for grace. It opens those channels more than anything else. And when your life is joined with Christ, you change. Every every aspect of your life changes, even your suffering. It actually becomes redemptive. And you can participate with Christ in redeeming the world. You can pray and use it for the conversion of your loved ones. You're going to discover new meaning in that chronic arthritis, in those back pains, right? In that cancer treatment that you're going through. So today I want to talk a little bit about it. I want to talk about everything from being a victim soul to discerning the source of this. Does suffering, does God, you say, okay, this person's going to suffer? Or is it the course of life and God simply brings good out of it? Can evil, can the evil one inflict those migraines or those problems that cause you to suffer? Why is it in Scripture that Christ had to cast certain demons out before he could actually bring about that healing. I've invited today Father Christopher Mahar to join me today. He's the pastor of St. Augustine Parish in Providence, Rhode Island. Before that, he was at the Dicastery for promoting integral human development in Rome, and it is a real pleasure to have him with us today. Father, thank you so much for joining me. Good afternoon. You're welcome, Drew. Good afternoon. Great to be with you. Yeah, you know, I, I, this is a topic we talk 
about probably for hours, so many different lanes that we can go down. But, you know, I just got done praying the chapel to divine mercy, and it always rocks me when I hear some the gravity of some of these intentions. I'm actually haunted by it. I pray for these souls mm. all day long. And, and you wonder at the mystery of suffering, even when it's in your own life. I mean, people are, are faced with deep suffering, and they, they ask these questions. Why would a good and loving God, like as a father, no. I would never want my children to suffer. Why would he allow someone to suffer? And I know in the darkness of, of the despair and the turmoil and the trial you're in, you wonder, why is God permitting this? How do we discern what's from God and, and how do we navigate those those dark moments? Yeah, it's a great question, Drew. I, I think the first thing to remember, I go back to the Catechism of the Catholic Church, paragraph 309. It basically says to answer that question, you need the whole Catholic faith. Like we, we don't have any quick answer that can kind of be like a soundbite to help us out. We, we, he talks, uh, the catechism talks about the fall, human freedom, talks about the redemption. It talks about Christ establishing the church, the sacraments, and, and the Holy Spirit. And so all of the, the Christian faith as we know it is necessary to begin to unravel the mystery of suffering. Um, I think that, in my opinion, one of the things that, that we have to boil it down to is human freedom and the work of the evil one. Like These are two of the sources where, where yeah. suffering comes yeah. from. The evil one wants us to suffer, yeah. wanted to inflict suffering on Christ, but sadly, a, a lot of times our own choices, our own decisions cause great suffering in our lives and those around us, and, and many times the, the suffering that we endure comes from the bad choices of, of other yeah. people. And so there is a, a lot mixed in there. Yeah, give us a couple examples uh, of somebody's choice or the choice of others that will bring about that suffering. I, I think the decision of a of a person to walk out on a family when they desperately need them to stay yeah. and to and to fight oh, for yeah. for that relationship is one clear example. It happens quite frequently in our culture. Um, I think a, a person's selfish choice to use drugs or to or to even um, you know un, un, unfortunately abuse alcohol just damages so many people and, and drugs in particular in our culture today are just devastating to the culture we live in yeah. and it's having a profound effect. Uh, and uh, if you want to join us too, if you've got a question, maybe you're going through a difficult time right now. Maybe you're really grappling with the, the issue of suffering in your life. You're trying to discern it. Uh, feel free to join father uh, Christopher Mahar and myself here at triple eight nine one four. 9149-888-914-9149. I like your approach to it. I don't think God says, okay, today I'm making Drew suffer. I don't think God does that. No, I think he no. brings good out of everything, right? But your yeah. other two points, I, I, I do think by our actions, you know, uh, yes, we bring suffering upon ourselves. Uh, some people may wonder, Father, if a particular illness make you know may come also from the dark side um how do you yeah. discern that and i think all suffering all illness we can can be used for redemptive purposes so we can turn anything into into the good but how, how do you discern how do you tell ultimately the difference yeah. i think we begin so saint john paul ii in in the apostolic letter salvifici dolores his his re, apostolic letter on redemptive suffering says we should start with the question of why like, like, it's all right to say, why is this happening? This is wrong. It's, it's an evil. So su suffering is always a negativity. Always. We, we never want to presume, this is great. <laughs> I can offer this up now, you know. We, we do want to start off with that, that negative sense of, I don't like this. I reject it. If the Lord wants to take it away, I'm, I'm open to that. It's when it endures that we begin to discern 
where is the devil trying to discourage me and draw me away from God? And where is the Lord descending into my life and letting me know I'm not alone? I'm, I'm with him in this moment of darkness, and he's going to bring the light. I think that's where we begin the discernment. That's beautiful. Father, you wrote a book, right? Fighting God and Suffering? Correct. Yeah, it just came out on, on November 1st. Yeah, I'm excited. That's, first of all, congratulations on Thank it. Thank you. Um, if people want to get it, because I, I think this is so critical. I mean, we all have suffering in our life. These are the types of books that I like to have in my spiritual library. You know, if you need discernment, if you're struggling, you, God can speak to us through these types of works. Best way to get your book. So the best two ways are Pauline Books and Media. That's the publisher of the book. Pauline Books and Media, it's right on their, their cover page, the website, when you when you sign on there. And the second way, obviously, is Amazon.com. So on, it's on Amazon. Okay. And, uh, and selling well under Catholic theology, so thanks be to God for that. A lot of people have an interest in this, this topic. Everybody suffers. Uh, what, what, what inspired you to write it? I think my, my own trying uh, to discern in my own life, where is the cross bearing fruit? Where is God asking me to unite myself to his cross? That's the, the first place is a personal place. But secondly, the, the inspiration and in the life of St. John Paul II, like just seeing him and this apostolic letter that he wrote, Salvifici Dolori, it so inspired me to say, you know, this needs to be better known in the church and in the world. Yeah. Again, the book, if you want to check it out, is called Finding God in Suffering, and it really isn't just a book. It's, it's a pilgrimage into the heart of the, really, the divine accompaniment uh, amid the trials and tribulations of life. And maybe you got a loved one battling cancer now. This might be a long haul for you. Maybe it's somebody with an addiction. Father, of course, I know in your book you draw from these experiences, um, and, yeah. and you offer great spiritual insights for, for those who will pick up the book. So uh, we'll take Thank a few you. of your calls, too. I need to take a break, though. When we come back, we'll talk much more about one of the great mysteries of life, how you find God in suffering, how you discern the source of where it comes, and ultimately how we can make it redemptive. Feel free to dial in. I only have Father for a short time today. The number's 888-914-9149. We're back with more right after this. Need some hope as a reminder that everything will be okay? Stay with us. The Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. Hey, today we'd like to thank Tammy, who was listening in Florida for donating her 2016 BMW Z4. You can join thousands of other listeners in donating old vehicles, trucks, boats, and RVs by visiting relevantradio.com slash car. That's relevantradio.com slash car. His power is made perfect in our weakness. This is the Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. Well, thank you for joining me today. I'm going to jump right into your calls. If you're just tuning in, I'm speaking today with Father Christopher Mahar. He just wrote a great book. I want to get you plugged into it, especially if you are suffering. And we all suffer. And the crosses come in different forms, don't they? Broken relationships, problems with the body, with our health, you know, perhaps our finances, perhaps legal cases, coworkers, whole litany of things. Maybe it's depression or anxiety. St. Augustine, he once said, that God only permits evil if there's a greater good that can come out of it. Maybe somebody did you wrong. Maybe you can't forgive. You know, maybe right now you are in the middle of pain and misery. The mystery of evil has been something that has confounded theologians since the beginning of time. And 
Sometimes all you can do is surrender to the Lord, who alone, as Augustine said, can bring good from that tragedy. So we're here with Father today to take a look at the mystery of suffering, how we can make it meritorious by offering it up, and hopefully helping you on this journey. And Father, so good to have you back. Let's jump right into the phones. We'll start in Glendale, California. That's Southern California. Tony's got a, uh, a, a question for you. Hi, Tony. Good afternoon. Hi. Hello, uh, Tony. My question is, what explains uh, innocent suffering, such oh. as childhood cancer? Oh, that's a good question. That's a great, it's a great question, yeah. The, so, the, again, I, I mentioned at the very beginning there is definitely a caution when it comes to our theology about answering something with just one answer or trying to sum it up. It, that is a mystery that that has confounded people for centuries, and there is no immediate answer to that. We know that God has allowed it. Um, we don't understand exactly why. It, it is it is something that is not easily explainable. Um, what what we do know is that God, who is innocent, suffered to redeem us. And to make sure that that child and everyone that loves him or her will, will be in heaven. That, that's the goal. That's what the Lord died for, that we would be in heaven with that child. And that's the hope. Um, so we do know something, that God is not absent. God is not silent. But we don't know why such a thing would happen and, and why God allows innocent suffering. It's one of the, the most confounding questions that we could ask. It makes it hard. I've got a brother-in-law who is not a man of faith. He's actually an atheist. Good man, but that's something he always throws to me. Yeah, why would sure. God allow some child to die of cancer? You know, I got a prayer intention the mm -hmm. other day for a four-year-old who's got cancer. It's just like, I, you don't have words. I don't have answers. I mean, on the other side of the veil, I know it'll all be clear to us. So, hey, yeah. thank you, Tony. I'm going to move along because we only have a few minutes with Father. I want to make sure many, many people have a chance to get their questions answered. Kathy's in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Hi, Kathy. You're on the air with Father uh, Mahar. Good afternoon. Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, I'm just wondering, I'm a mom of a daughter that decided to move in with her boyfriend. And as a mother, I am like so wondering mm. what to do with this and it's eating me up like every single day and we've talked with her we've talked with the boyfriend i've been praying so hard for both of them and it's seriously causing me like so much suffering because i yes. feel like i'm supposed to protect my daughter's soul and i don't know what i can do yeah, I think you're doing a lot by praying for her and loving her. I, mean, I think we remember St. Monica, the, the mother of St. Augustine, who prayed for this exact situation for her son, that he would be free of it and that he would be in the arms of the Lord. And her prayers were answered in earnest. We have to trust that, that our love and our prayers have a, a, a huge impact not just on our own soul, but on the souls of those around us. Yeah, and my own producer here, Maggie, um, has often shared her own story. And, and Maggie, maybe you can just give a, a little bit of advice to this brokenhearted mother, because I know your mother probably prayed a lot for you because you had moved in with a, a, a boyfriend, right? Yeah, and I, I can tell you, Kathy, that um, as many tears you have shed, even though it doesn't show, your your daughter has also shed those tears oh. in some way. You're both suffering. Um, mm. Don't give up. The, your daughter's story is not over yet. I know that's hard 
to, to, you know, when you're in the midst of suffering and you're feeling it, it's hard to see past. It's, it's hard to see outside of the forest that you're in. Um, but it, her life will change. And the suffering that you're going through right now is redemptive. It's for, it's, it's for a good purpose. Um, my, my parents prayed for me nonstop and I don't know where I would be today. I, I lived with, can I ask a question of you since you've gone through this? Yes. Did your parents actually go to your place knowing that you were living with them? Uh, it, it took many years, uh, before they came to visit and I, I don't know that they, well, I, they did come into the, the yeah. space that we were living, but well, they, they never condoned it. They never condoned yeah. it. And, um, yeah. uh, it, it did take a, a long time for them to even do that. Kathy, keep praying. As father said, you are Monica, right? And pray for your daughter as she prayed for her son, I'm a believer. Prayer changes things. Your mom, Maggie, is a perfect example of that. And um, for any parent that's praying for their children, because cohabitation's on the rise. Our kids go down paths that they should not. They're in improper lifestyles. All you can do, and I say, I say to my wife all the time. You know, we we raised, we have five children. We raised them, uh, gave them Catholic education, went to mass, confession, prayed before bed, before masses, prayed family rosaries. All you can do when they leave your home is is pray for them. That's all you can do. You've done your job as a parent. When they become an adult and they're on their own, they're out like that, you can't beat yourself up, but you can continue to uh, to love them uh, and keep the door open for communication and, above all, pray for their conversion. Speaking of Monica's father, we have a Monica in the Midwest who's got a question for you. Hi, Monica. Okay, super. Hi. My question is, when you said earlier, suffer is always a negative. I don't like it. Take it away. Um, yes. And discern that. But for 20 years, you know, if it, I used to think my, my marriage was was just my cross. And then I, I, it can't be a cross because it's a, a sacramental union. But how, and then just trying to live joyfully because yeah. we're called to live joyfully. But when you're suffering, how do you live joyfully? It's a great question. Yeah, so so the sacrament is holy, but there also can be aspects of our human nature that come into the midst of that and can make things painful. The, the choices people make, things people say or do, can make us really hurt a lot of times, and, and that's part of the cross. Yeah. That belongs to the cross. And I, I think that the, the joy can come through finding Christ in the midst of it. The joy can come to finding Christ. So, so remember, happiness is a feeling yeah. that comes through when things happen good for you. But joy is different. Joy can come even in the midst of suffering. Yeah. It's, it's the presence of God in the midst of even the, the, the thing of the cross. It's such a great insight, Father. Uh, and, and, and Monica, thank you. And thank you for that call and that question. I look at St. Faustina. I, I look at some of these great saints. Faustina died of tuberculosis, the Fatima series. You go through some of the great, you know, Padre Pio. Take a look at some of these saints who really had harsh sufferings. There was always a joy in that, right? There was always this. Yeah. It, it didn't defeat them. It didn't rob them of hope. It didn't fill them with anxiety or despair. But there was a... There was a holy joy that came from it. And all of us can experience that, Father, as you so beautifully point out. Uh, Aura Mutal is on deck. Greg is listening to us there. Hi, Greg. You're on the air with Father uh, Christopher. Go right ahead. Andrew, Father, God bless you. Thanks. I think that in losing my son, 
to cancer with a, a reference to the caller that called a, little, a couple of calls back yeah. about why does God allow cancer to happen to little ones. Yeah. It brought yeah. to me a greater opportunity to be able to examine, submit, where is my faith at, at what level am I at. It helped me grow closer to our Lord, and Amen. that's the way that I found joy in understanding that our Blessed Mother went through a tremendous amount of pain watching her son, Jesus, Amen. go through Amen. his suffering. Indeed. And so yeah. it's the only thing that I could cling, cling, cling on to yeah. to be able to allow me the opportunity to continue to live. Oh, boy. Amen. Well, Greg, it's quite a journey you've been on. Yeah, Greg, it's quite a journey. So thanks be to God for your openness to the grace of God. It, I'm sure that wasn't something that happened easily and, and didn't happen overnight. Wow. I, just can't, I can't imagine that type of loss. Greg, thank you. Uh, and everyone on hold, thank you for your calls. Um, I, I only have a moment left, and I really want to put your book into the hands of those who are listening. It's called Finding Suffering in God. Uh, it's written by Father Christopher Mahar. That's M-A-H-A-R. And again, the best way to get it, Father, if people want to pick it up. So definitely Amazon.com and Pauline Books and Media. And what will be the takeaway from what will they find in that? So basically they're going to find stories that can help them identify with their own struggles. And they're going to find hope in the people that made it through. The Lord has always been faithful to those who turn to him. And he's going to continue to do that in our lives when we turn to him in in the midst of our suffering. Father, let's connect again. All right. We'll continue this conversation another day. God bless you. Thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. God bless you, Drew. That's Father Christopher Mahar. News and headlines are straight ahead, and I'll be back right after that. Stay with me.